Hey guys, and welcome to the next episode of the Bite Size Book Club. We're reading Big Dreams, Daily Joys, and today we are on pages 146 through 155. We're going to discuss Don't Hoard Ideas, The Value of First Drafts and Idea Dumps, Finding Motivation, and The Best Tool is the One You'll Use. All like insanely practical tips. Yeah. Insanely practical tips. The first one, Don't Hoard Ideas. Guilty of that. Yes, I know you are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to call you out on this one. Yeah, I do that. I think I'm the opposite. Because mm. right now I'm going through this period. I came home from this retreat. And the first thing I asked myself is, am I going to take a scalpel to my shit? Or am I going to take a hacksaw to my shit? And so I've opted with scalpel. And we'll get to that. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think it's one of those things. And it's just going to cycle into all of these next ones of, you know, don't hoard ideas because you're just going to make your ideas better. And right. The value of first drafts and idea dumps. And I like how she tied in her plants on fabric hundred day project to this whole stretch of this piece. Right. And I think it's so important to like, see that the reason you have all this practical, tangible idea, first draft dump, all this stuff is that when you stick with things, when you do the work, this, like, this is the work. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, having a hundred perfect done projects, that's mm-hmm. not the work. Mm-hmm. The work is coming up with all of the ideas. First drafting your ideas, dumping out your ideas, then coming up with second drafts on the ideas that are worth coming up with second drafts on. Yeah. I feel like when you say do the work too, like you were just saying, like you got to do the work. Sometimes that gets very abstract. And I love that in this don't hoard ideas section, she gave do the work like a three bullet points. She goes eyes open, hands moving, brain engaged. Like as long as whatever you're doing, your eyes are open, your hands are moving and your brain is engaged. I think that encompasses doing the work, which will lead to other better work. Yes. And I think one of the best things about this, those three things are when you're not working. This is a great way to show that you are not working. Are, you know, when are you not doing these things? Mm -hmm. Great, that's a great way to rest. And a great way to not work and have your brain do other things. Are, you know, have your hands moving in different ways. Have your brain engaged in other ways. Have your eyes up in other ways. Yeah. And then when you go back to your work, those three things work better. Yeah. Like you have more clarity. Your hands, like your muscle memory comes back to you because it's like, oh, okay, my hands aren't exhausted. My hands know exactly what to do. Right. You know, the sticker goes here. I use the scissors here. I just, you know, grab the glue and it just goes glue and I stick it on and it's just that, 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 that. But if you're pushing yourself and you're like, well, I need to get it done. I need to get it done. I need to get it done. That's when you make mistakes. And we're not in the business of making mistakes. We're in the business of learning and figuring things out and making things happen. Yeah. Not forcing things to happen. Right. And that's, I think, a key part in like her 
revising the first draft of the plants on fabric. Like when she talks about it, she goes almost halfway through the project, I went back and revised, which in a hundred day project is 50 days later. Like I love the idea that too, you don't have to like first draft, go to sleep, wake up the next morning and revise it. Like if your eyes are open and your hands are moving and other things, like if something wants to be changed or if it becomes a first draft like that just comes with continually doing work and being engaged like making your brain engaged and then you'll know when the right time is to go back and right and knowing that you're at a stage where you can go back and easily make things better right not you know oh i need to make this better now so i'm gonna put in twice as much work as i have to to make a 10 percent better difference right and and i think that's so true with like social media and blah like people always want to launch when everything is so like pristine and ready but the content can you could keep engaging people in content and moving your hands on the keyboard to get stuff out you know and share without and then you'll learn later how to revise. Right. And I was just listening to, I was on a, my Tiffany call this, this morning. No, it's Thursday. Yesterday, yesterday. And she was just saying, you know, if you're not just a little bit embarrassed <laughs> on your first go right. at something, you know, years right. later, right. then you started too late. Right. I mean, we're just a little bit embarrassed on our first couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're still good pot. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're great first few episodes of a podcast, but where we are now, there's still a little bit, you know, they're not going to be the, you know, if you want to know the show, what the show's all about right now, go listen to our first couple of episodes. Right. Right. They're, you know, those are our toddler step episodes. And if you're not, you know, and well, that's the thing of a podcast. Like that, that whole first season, those first 15 episodes, I feel like were our brain dump. But you can't right. go back and edit a podcast. That's what makes it a podcast. It's like a live evolution over right. time. Right. It's, it's, it's like looking back at your like middle school photos or your high school photos. It's like, well, it is a little embarrassing, but it, it's, that's, that's what growth is. Growth is a little bit embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I like that. And, you know... It's like when you get to be the flower, when the flower blooms, the flower's not, you know, embarrassed about what it looked like when it was a teenager. But if the flower has some time to think about it, eh, <laughs> when it was a teenager, it kind of looked a little bit ugly, you know, when it was trying to push the seed of, in the transition of the, time. Right. Yeah, it's, 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 there's a little bit of shaky moments in there, and that's right. okay. But you know, we all have our little bit of shaky moments. And, and you so, do the best with what you can at the time. Yes. And so she talks about finding motivation, which I think is great because she gives us concrete ideas. Clear, literal space. Clean your shit up. Austin Cleon talked about the exact same thing. We need to do it. I finally got some stuff out of my room. I'm so happy. Create a ritual. This can be anything you want, you know, whatever it is, whether it's music, whether it's, you know, you work out beforehand, whether it's you get a big glass of water, whether it's you get a little ice cream treat at the end, whatever it is. Tell yourself it's just a trial run. This can be game changing for people. Oh, I'm just going to do this for a week. I'm just going to do this for a month. This is what I did with my daily pages. Mm -hmm. Or I'm just going to do this for the summer. Mm -hmm. Now it's my thing. Mm -hmm. Set a timer. 
this is what I do when I clean. Oh, I'm only going to clean for 20 minutes. And then the 20 minutes is up and I'm like, oh, it's only going to take me another 10 minutes to clean this whole room. No problem. Mm-hmm. It's the mind trick to hustle when you know you only have a certain amount of time. My favorite thing about the motivation page is when she says it comes while she's working, not before she starts. Like, I feel like- Yes, absolutely. That's the tie into page 140 that we did in the past, which was reject the inspiration cycle. Like, if you don't work first because your agenda said to work, then the motivation won't come. Like, you're going to keep just spending the time trying to get motivated. Exactly. Okay. And the last thing that we are going to discuss today is the best tool is the one you'll use. And she talks about how, you know, her planner might not be the best planner for everybody, but it might be the best planner for you. And that's like literally the whole thing about crafty ass female is, you know, you have your tools and you can be the best person to use them. You have, you know, I know, I know what I'm trying to say. My words are not coming out correct. That's because we're running out of time and we need to (laughs) do our video chat. Um, If you want to be a YouTube star, you don't have to go out and buy a fancy camera like what Heather was saying on the show. You can do it with your iPhone. If you, you know, don't let, don't let pretend barriers get in your way. Right. If you want to post things to Instagram, but you know, your lighting isn't good. Don't let the lighting get in the way. Show your art. Just because, you know, winter lighting sucks, it sucks. Yes, who cares? Just get over it. Yeah. I like the point she makes that's like, even the best tools won't work if you're not comfortable using them. Like, so even like, right. You're not going to be an amazing artist just because you go out and buy an iPad Pro. Right. And so if it's broke, fix it. But if it's not broke, stop worrying about it and just use it. I think that's awesome. All right. Fantastic. Next week, we are reading pages one. 56, 173. That's the rest of the book. Next Ugh. week, we are finishing up this book. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I'm so excited. I have had such a great time talking with this, talking with this book, talking with, talking about this book with you. Guys, I love you. We will be back next week finishing up this book. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>